<laughs> no, now we are live. Okay, oh, now we're live. Now we're live. No more talking about the you-know-what. Okay, we can't mention that again. We're not talking about any no, rashes. No, 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 no. That's private stuff. We're not talking about that. <laughs> we always have to respect our guests. We're not going to talk about our guest rash today. Dude. Oh, shit. What the fuck? I slipped. Jeez, <laughs> house, man. Anyway, welcome. What is it? Episode 34? I thought we stopped doing that because we don't know anymore. No, we do. We know. We know. 34. Four. Okay. I think it's episode 34. I'll trust you on that one. Yeah. Okay. Welcome, everybody. Jump Street Podcast. Welcome. Everyone looks hyped in the group right now. Oh, we got a hype group on we got a, a Monday group. night? Yeah, a hardcore inliner. Uh, Topher Klimek. Angela Bender. Dandelion. Mr. Self-Destroy. Topher? Joseph or? Hernandez. Topher? Yeah, Topher. To- I'm gonna Topher, call- Topher. Topher. I'm going to call you Tofu. Reverb and Echo. Okay, hold on. We got something <laughs> going on here. How how's it now? How's it now? I think we Do might we have, have reverb. We had an extra audio source going for some reason right there. Does it sound better? Please let us know. Do you have the psychedelic vocals on? Oh, that might be. Oh, right, there we go. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Smiley Juggles. <laughs> I love these names that we got going on here. Welcome, episode thirty-four, everyone. Thank you very much for joining us. As always, we have a very very special episode oh, we got and no a very special guest for you this week. We have no notes this week. We don't need notes. Sure. We don't. We're, get, we're, that, we're getting that good. I should have had the blank cards at least so we getting, looked official. Well, what the guests don't know is that we've been studying our notes in the, behind the scenes. And we don't actually use them. In the green room. Yes, in the and green we've room. we've been yeah. b- bouncing back and forth ideas. And we've been training ourselves. And we're good. We're good. It's pretty legit. We're good. Everyone, thanks for following us. Please, if you don't already, we're going to have to give you our regular mantra. Please follow us on Facebook. Give us a like. Instagram. Go to our iTunes. Give us a five-star uh, rating. Give us a review. Give us a positive I think we're almost rate. at 200 reviews. 200 reviews? We're almost at 200 reviews. What I forget what ratings? the exact number is. What about ratings? How are we doing for ratings? No, that, I think that is ratings, actually. Right. 200 ratings. Yeah. So we could do okay. that. We, could do okay. we were at like 191 or something like that the other week. Oh, yeah? So we, let's get to 200. If you haven't already, leave us a review or a rating at least, I guess. And, and as always, like if you go on our YouTube, like the, uh, the interaction really helps. So if you want to like leave a comment or share mm-hmm. our videos on like whatever social media, that really yeah, helps yeah. us a Get lot. Get a conversation going Yeah, on the, uh, the, 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 the interactions. YouTube starts to see that there's interactions. They're like, ooh. Mr. These YouTube. Guys, Mr. These YouTube. guys are sweet. And then they <laughs> want to you know, hook us up with like, you know, all the money. Right? All of it. Eh, and know. the notification bell works again. Yeah. Oh, finally. We fixed it. I don't, know if I don't know. We didn't fix it, but it works now. No, I had, I had a few complaints on that. And the, I don't know if it was video. bothering yeah. anybody else, but we were having problems with the notification bell. bell. We weren't getting our That's not us. That's YouTube right there. Yeah. That's Mr. YouTube. We can't take, That's Mr. YouTube. We can't that take responsibility us. for that. Are they getting the ding? See? Okay. Yeah, but we all got it today, so it seems to be better. But we do have our WTF of the week. As always. As always. We always got to get our WTF of the week. And this WTF of the week goes to our man. Danny Aldridge. The homie Danny Aldridge. Let's see this. Bing. Huh. I, I was so blown That's away. That's like... <laughs> I was so blown away at the midfield. I didn't even notice the seven-foot-high air he gets on this quarter. <laughs> also, what's up with, like, the British guys? Like, look at how they land off tricks. Look at this. <laughs> like, <laughs> the flexing? That's the most British thing that's ever been done. He just got... Of like a seven foot high misty over his spine. That's the sign for I'm ready for my tee. That's not even a I'll misty. Take my that's tea like a now. front flip 180. Yeah, that, that was, was, that was balls full, out. Full fronty 180. So shout out to the homie Danny Aldridge. Yeah, big shout out. I want to get Danny on the show one day. We should. I'm a Danny fan now. We should. I'm a Danny fan. I'll admit it. I'll be the first to admit it. The first, because no one else probably admitted it yet. <laughs> well, I think other people <laughs> nah, probably be, be willing to admit it. I'm willing to admit it right now. There you go. So you I got like two Danny. fans right here, at least. Yeah. At least two fans. I like Nick Lomax's whole crew. 
Yeah, they're good. He's got a good crew. <laughs> all those, all those, um, what are those edits he has called? I don't know. He has like edits on YouTube. Is all of them just skating around the streets of Barcelona, getting pizza, skating around. I haven't seen the YouTube edits, but I've seen, I like pretty much like just see everything like Instagram through shit. his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, out and about, that's what it's called. Is that what it's called? I got to be honest, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little like sometimes... <laughs> I got to be honest. <laughs> I get a little jealous of Nick's life sometimes. I'm just like, man, it just looks like he's just just skating away all day. Just skating, skating, having fun. It looks like he, that's what he does. And then I just wake up and I go to work and I'm like, it's <laughs> not what I'm doing. We're, we're living in New York. You so, got to work. You got to make money. Otherwise, you're dead. Okay, I'm going to shout out Nick Lomax because I'm jealous. Okay. This is a jealous shout out. Shout out Nick Lomax. <laughs> Jealous of you. We see you out there. And Danny Aldridge. And Danny Aldridge, too. Right, doing cool. flips all over Barcelona. Yeah, I know. Big, big, fronty ones. Uh, do you have anything else going on? Well, we got a lot going on, but well, I, I mean, think like, we want to get straight to our very let's do it. special guest. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, our guest this week, Brian Bina. He is the uh, owner of Haitian Magazine. He has made many films, one of them recently coming out being called Inti. And he has a lot more projects on the way. So, without further ado, Brian Bina. Can we get a drum roll? <laughs> Bing! We, ha- a, we, have a, a, we have a YouTube bell. We have an actual live YouTube bell. Yeah, like the notification bell? No, it's, no, a, it's like a bing, bing. Oh, okay. Someone has been watching the show. What about the old school <laughs> yeah. bell? You, you can't do those. We could. Cowbell. The cowbell? We should. Then the cows will come over. No, that, that, that bell's like for if like, you break your ankle. And like you're married or you have a girlfriend. Oh, and they need to bring you food or like. Yeah, and like your voice is messed up, so you can't say hey. Just like that's when you get your tonsils removed. Yeah, exactly. Oh, babe, do you mind? My lovely girlfriend Corey is bringing the bell. That's a nice bell. There we go. Welcome to the show, my (laughs) man. That's like when you're in the store and the the old man's like sleeping in the yeah. Or when you go to the motel in like the middle of the country and you have to wake him up. Yeah, yeah. That's like a big version of it, though. But that's, a, that's what happens when you get a notification from Jump Street when we go live every time. So if you don't already hit the bell. Bino, welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is this your first time on a podcast? No, I did one with uh, Kranz, Like, I like got back from India and immediately went on podcast with him without ever meeting him before. And it was like really tough to talk about Western stuff after like just getting off the plane, you know? Mm. Shout out Kranz, by the way. Yeah, that was that was, a, that was a crazy one. But yeah, I think I did that one, and this is my first like video podcast. Yeah. So now you're really on the spot. Yeah, I feel like it. <laughs> okay, lights, so yeah. so let's the try let, let's try to make this. Yeah, the lights do make it hot a little bit, especially <laughs> in July, right? Uh, so let's let's get into that a little bit. Um, you're just talking about like how when you went on the first podcast with Kranz, you had just come back from India, and I know you have yeah. like these. You've been living this pretty crazy travel Gypsy life. lifestyle for a long time. So I don't know. Do you, it would be tough to figure out where to start on your traveling, but maybe talk about you were saying how like it was difficult coming back to Western life from being in India. How long were you in India on that trip? And what did that whole thing entail? Yeah, I didn't even know you were in Indi- India until earlier today. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was there for... Uh, four months in total. We were like two months, Damn, in, two months time. India, one month in Nepal, because we had to like mess with our visas. Who's we? Uh, me was that Daffy was my there gr- too? Daffy visited you? No, he, he was there a few months before. Oh, not even the same time. Or, like, maybe a year before with his girlfriend. Oh, shit, okay. Or now a wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was there with uh, my girlfriend at the time. We 
traveled two months India, went to Nepal for one month, and then went th- uh, back to India. No, Thailand two months, and then India two months, and had like a motorcycle out there, and we were like traveling. That sounds like an epic ass trip by motorcycle. Yeah, it was. I mean, something I'll never forget. What did for you go sure. there for? Like, what were your intentions when you decided to do all that? Uh, her mother was like servicing a guru out there. She's Hare Krishna. So it was like uh, the whole thing is like go to like the sacred town mm-hmm. in India, which is like a few hours south of Delhi. Real quick, I'm not trying to interrupt you. Do you know what that is? <coughs> Hare Krishna? Yeah. Yeah, I know because okay, of Seinfeld. Wanna, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I know because of Seinfeld. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, well, they probably bastardized it a little bit. You know? It was just like a, it was, it was a joke. It was a joke. But I know what it is because yeah. of it, yeah. Yeah, so like uh, her, her mother is Hare Krishna and she as well. And we went there because her mother was living there servicing a guru like living in a house like you know they do the service every day and that that's like the like the chosen land for like the Hare Krishna is like mm-hmm. this, this town they're like monks or something like that aren't they? like like that type of yeah i mean it's like really aesthetic like really um but they're buddhist right no they, no it's it's, it's, it's it's hindu it's it's, hindu? it's like a sect of hindu but it's like kind of like this hippie offshoot of it uh, at least in the Western world, but when you go to India, it's like not hippie at all. It's like this is just their that's life. it. That's They're it. Like, yeah, this is how it is. And so yeah, we, I mean, we just went to visit her, and then it kind of like things all happened to where like a, an old friend of mine like happened to be selling a motorcycle at the exact same time that we were arriving. I was like, all right, well, I guess we're gonna buy Cop a motorcycle. <laughs> so, so we bought a motorcycle, traveled for a few months, and then had to leave the country because of our visa. Ran around for a little bit, and then uh, finally we were in Thailand, kind of just, like, bored because life in Thailand moves so slow and is so, like, chill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're like, we need, like, some more <laughs> action. Rush. Like, we need action. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we flew straight back to India, saw her mother again, and kind of just, like, made another little trip. And I started studying music, and I was, like, kind of wanted to just stay, but we couldn't because of the visa deal. So then continued my travels, came back to the States, worked, blah, 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 you know, go through the whole motions. That's what I do, like, like travel a little bit and then work for a little bit, travel a little bit, work for a little you bit. You work to travel, kind of? Yeah, it's like... But a, you work and save up money and then you... Exactly, like I'll buckle down for a few months, like in something that I know that's like... Um, lucrative. Lucrative, that I can make some money and then I'll save, 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 save. And just... Travel. live somewhere cheap yeah exactly. forever exactly. like a king <laughs> yeah but then you know the time comes where you're completely broke again yeah you have, yeah. To, you have to do it all yeah. over so it's kind of uh do you do any skating in india no i didn't bring my skates i left them in uh, That's a long time to not be skating yeah i left them in europe yeah well i mean i was going a long time not skating in general in those years uh living in south america living in asia traveling so much where it's like skates are heavy man yeah <laughs> skates are suck to travel with yeah you, you don't want to have like a camera and laptop and yeah sk- like it's yeah. just not it's one of these things where it's like i'm gonna have a musical instrument or my skates but not both <laughs> like i'll probably choose a an instrument just uh-huh. because in in these places it's like i didn't go to india to skate i went to india to like do other things mm-hmm. you know kind of vacation from life just in general like everything yeah just to experience like di- like you know, I feel like skating is more, at least for me, it's like more of a, a, th- a thing that you do in the first world where these there are these places where it's like acceptable and you have a community surrounding you. But 
you know like i'm not gonna go skate by myself in like some town of like dirt yeah. roads and yeah you like, can't I don't, really i don't, I don't what you really do? think that's like maybe one day so you didn't walk down the streets in india and seeing people like skating around jumping on rails and but stuff. <laughs> no I, I did see uh in the town that we were living in on our last trip there varanasi there was like this uh there's like this little plaza on the river where there's these kids like skating on roller skates oh shit and they, that's like, pretty cool they, they get down like they were jumping on shit or like trying to do stuff or what not, not doing tricks but you know like old school like 80s like disco shit? disco oh, arena shit. like that's sick i was like damn this is crazy, <laughs> that's man. pretty like, cool like the skates got like three wheels and stuff it's like fuck man this is three crazy. wheels yeah like roller skates are like hand-me-down like for you know 20 generations or whatever it's just like yeah yeah these crazy Clanking skates around. that these kids are on i'm just like this is crazy that this actually exists like in this place where you know everyone's walking barefoot and there's like all right right cow traffic jams and stuff. <laughs> so. those are probably like the advanced people in the town i mean we we went into one shop where they were selling like board games and stuff and there was like a pair of rollerblades in the window and we were like oh that's crazy man. but it was like you know 19 yeah 85 rollerblades like wrapped in like saran wrap that would have been a nice like souvenir to have like yo i got these blades from india and like a thrift store in india it's crazy man it's 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 unknown like to most of the country out there yeah like speaking of varanasi like you you've done these videos that are like in really unique areas you've done the varanasi video you basically bring a crew of people to like the middle of where's varanasi right now you're talking about Cusco. No, but where's Varanasi? Varanasi's in India. In India. Okay, so yeah. what was the yeah, what was the first video you did where everyone went down to that place and was it Cusco? Cusco in Peru. No, not Inti, like the one before that. Valparaiso or something? Ah, Valparaiso, yeah. Valparaiso. Yeah. In, that, in that, Chile, in Chile. That's, that's why I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, in Chile. Okay, so you did Valparaiso. Yeah. You did um, Inti, right? So these like these different videos where you basically go to like these places that pretty much like no there's been like no media coverage of people skating yeah. there at least and likely not people having ever had skate these spots like what's the motivation and idea behind like a lot of these because you, you made a lot of unique videos doing that and you've brought a lot of people from all different parts of the world into these kind of small corners that no one knows about I mean I guess my main motivation for that is that I just like to travel for one and especially traveling to these places that aren't like you know i mean i guess they are destinations but not like that you know it's like we're, we're not going there like yeah machu picchu like oh, we're yeah, yeah. climate we're like we were like in the in the parts of cusco where like you know they've never seen like a, a tourist you know we were we were like climbing like deep, that's what it looked deep like. into these hoods yeah. that were like but it's like it has such a different feeling when you're when you're in a place and tourism hasn't already tainted it in a way you know it's more pure it's like yeah you can go to the main square and like you have all this like tourist bullshit and then you go deeper and deeper and deeper into it and like really read into it and you experience like this real like virgin like humanity that mm-hmm. exists and then they see rollerblading they're like what is this thing a place it's like that like, Cusco too, especially. it's like this crazy wonder that exists and they're just like you know not only do they not know like skating but they don't know like this form of skating and then to portray that for them for you and then also like for our like community or whatever mm-hmm. i think that like that has something that has like it's like more substantial yeah. other than just like more going profound. to the local like mm-hmm. skate park or whatever yeah mm-hmm. it'd be cool so. to go on one of those trips and like 
<clears throat> on like the last day, like leave your skates behind with a local to see like what happens, you know, like kind of plant the seed that way. Yeah. Like, oh, my, my used skates, I'll just go back to get home and get new ones and then just leave yeah. your skates there with like a kid who's like watching you at a park or, or whatever. I don't know how it is out there. But just to like plant some sort of seed in there and who knows, they could, they could be the kids in India skating around on the, you know, doing yeah, trick, doing yeah. dance moves or whatever. But just for them to have it there, something different for them, you know? Yeah. Opens up their eyes, something whole, completely new. In, in Peru, there was... And there was one rollerblader, but we didn't get to meet him. But we were talking beforehand. But we had met one skateboarder in the entire time that we were there. That he followed us around, and he was like super stoked. He was like, "Man, like I want skates, I want skates." I don't think anyone left skates with him, but. He, but I mean, uh, he followed you around. He like saw yeah, you guys yeah, at one spot and yeah, just like tagged like, along. He was skating with us. Skating oh, with that's us. pretty cool. And then like he was like he was getting hyped. You know, he's like, Yo, <laughs> like, like let me do this set. Let me do this set. We're like, yeah, dude, like go for mm-hmm. it, go for it. And he broke his hand. <laughs> <laughs> with, with blades on, you mean? No, with the oh, skateboard. skateboard and oh. we were just like, yo, man. Like, <laughs> Damn. Like, but he, it would probably look so much more fun to him because he skateboards by himself probably yeah, every day. Yeah, so to see like a group of people skating, it's a whole different vibe yeah. than just you skateboarding by yourself. Did you feel a bit like the responsibility? Yeah, because <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, you know, we, we came. We're like, oh, yeah, we're doing all this yeah. stuff. And he was just like so hyped. He just stoned and we were the all juice. Like, we were all like juicing him up too. Like, we're yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, go for it, man, go for it. And <laughs> oh he's, he's like, <laughs> he's just flying like, hyped, on the juice. Hyped, yeah. And then just, bah. Oh, man, he like, he was jumping up, like trying to do this gap. And like uh, his front wheels like stuck in this crack. And he just like, oh. like. Superman though. Just like dolphined into the street, <laughs> dude. And yeah, he broke his hand, but we 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 kept in contact like the whole time we were there. Like really, really sick kid. Um, but yeah, skating in Cusco is not you know the altitude's so high where it's like physical activity other than soccer or football. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like you don't really do that stuff out there. That's a pretty enduring sport though to even play in those altitudes. It's crazy, man. It's like, I mean, that's one of the most enduring sports. Actually, they're used to it yeah. because they like. Uh, yeah, know, yeah. The mountain people. But as, what they as, have, yeah. as foreigners, you know, like, yeah, I'm a little bit used to it because I've been in that situation. But like a couple of these guys, like Dominic and um, Mark and uh, Maddie, seemed to do fine. Maddie was good. Um, yeah, he was the one chief of cigarettes. And country, <laughs> country boy can't survive, man. <laughs> Neil, Neil was struggling so bad, man. Like three days in the bed, like he was like, damn, straight up like that. Yeah, he like came up to me in private and he was like. I think my head's going to explode and I think I need to go to the airport like right now. And I was Whoa. like, I was like, are you like, like what can we do to help you? I, I like had bought these like chlorophyll droplets cause it apparently helps you. Yeah. Body, there's like, a bunch circulate. of like weird remedies and stuff like that for like we edemas like, and stuff. Yeah. We were giving them like mad coca leaf and like whatever we yeah. could. And after like three or four days, coke? you guys give them coke, coca leaf, which is where coke is. Yeah. Comes pretty from. much. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Snort this line, you'll be fine. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get a coca leaf. I get it. Okay. After a few days, he was, he was cool, but he said like it was um, like completely unbearable. You know, that's yeah. that's such a weird because I can't even picture what that feeling is like. Uh, I've never I, had like altitudes, even like I have a problem with altitudes too. Do uh, yeah, and, like Colorado I, I, and stuff. Colorado, I went to like Can- I never had Canadian Colorado. Rockies, and like I was up there and I was like throwing up and see, I never I can't, had that. Yeah, I'm not good at altitude. Well, how high is color? I mean, Cusco's like three times color. Yeah, yeah. so it's crazy. Co- Colorado people, only a mile up. Like yeah. Denver is only a mile up. Yeah. But even in Denver. Yeah, every time I go like the Colorado road trip, there's always like, you know, crazy high altitudes. And I always hear stories of people getting sick, who, obviously who aren't from there, you know, or aren't used to the trip, yeah. or the road trip. And I just never had that experience yet. I'm sure something like Cusco is fucking insane. You said three times. 
Yeah, it's like, uh, I think, 3,000 or 4,000 meters. 3,500 meters. So it's, so it's like what? Like more than 10,000 feet? 9,000 feet, yeah. Yeah, more than 10,000 feet. More than 10,000. Sure. Yeah. Dem- it's just like yeah, it's Dem- just like Denver's five thousand. You get off the plane, you're just like, Ugh, like it just like squeezes. You feel it right away. Yeah, it's like, jeez, and the air and everything and Jesus Christ. Imagine climbing like Mount Everest and shit like that. That's got to be fucking. What about the insane. food? Normal. The food like, in Peru. I mean, I'm I'm not big on proving food. Cause I'm vegan, right. so no. But I, I mean, get, like when oh, you, shit, when, you, you when you get to those alt- altitudes, like do they have like is the farming like different? Is it all? You have everything still there. Yeah, they can still grow everything. Uh, I mean, it's lots of like you know, rice and quinoa grains, yeah. potatoes, lots of potatoes. So it's a lot of stuff you'd eat there. <clears throat> yeah, but it's just like the, you know, the whole like vegan culture hasn't really hit that place. Mm-hmm. Well, what are they? Vegetarian culture. Oh, there's know? a lot of. Well, not in Cusco. There's probably not a lot of fish. Chicken. It's yeah. It's pretty much just like ninety percent chicken. Yeah. It's like chicken with every meal. Yeah. My dad's Peruvian, but he doesn't cook ever so i don't know anything about like proving cuisines or anything not no no way it's like mad chicken and rice and stuff yeah lots of potatoes lots of potatoes (laughs) perfect for like the irish perfect for me (laughs) i love potatoes the irish boy like yeah the potatoes are back potatoes so you made a you made a video in chile too yeah, like, reason, uh, yeah. was it like two years Pro- before Pro-Pro or something? Mm-hmm. And it was also like in the middle of nowhere type shit? It wasn't in the middle of nowhere. It's like this small, uh, and it's not even really that small anymore. It's this beach town, like this kind of this like hip, like artist, like punk beach town, like uh, outside of Santiago. Mm-hmm. The Williamsburg of... Uh... Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, but like a way more dangerous one. Okay. You know, like it's like... South really, American edition. It's like really messed up <laughs> uh-huh. over there. And... um yeah, me and Seba and Jonah and I think that was it. We had moved into our friend's place, our friend Gato from Chile. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys have seen him. Gato? Around. Yeah, cat. Gato, yeah. I know cat. Yeah, of course, yeah. cat. <laughs> Gato, uh, M- Matias Veras. He's from Santiago, oh, Chile. Oh, yeah, that's the homie. It's like dreadlock, like okay. crazy dude skating, like bombing down hills yeah. and stuff. Like mm-hmm. really rad dude. I went to Montanita with him. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Nice. In Ecuador, yeah. Yeah, he's him and his city. brother he's a radical dude man yeah, yeah i think he's got a, his brother lives up in arica his brother skateboards though i think like he I don't lives, know. yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like i guess they had like a place in valpo that wasn't really being used kind of just on the weekends and we you know typical gypsies were like hey let's uh let us live there for free so we were just like mm-hmm. living there for free like paying for the uh utilities or whatever because mm-hmm. i mean yeah just a tiny little house on a on a hill and we lived there for like six months or something working on this project like over and over and over and yeah i think it it was released under haitian but it wasn't really like it wasn't my film it was like i'd filmed some of it oh okay and helped edit a little bit of it it was like with super Helds, right yeah it was a super Helds, yeah it was mainly like sabo's project I th- he wanted it to be like his like baby i think mm. so yeah i mean that was like, what, like two years before, three years before. Mm, yeah, it's for what, Inti? It seemed like four years ago, something like that. It's a while ago. I always thought it'd be it's cool, I, like along the lines of filming in like places where you don't usually see skating, whatever. Like, I remember when I went to Iceland, I'm like, I want to be my skates and just get a photo of some crazy landscape, and like you wouldn't expect to see skating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me of like a something along those lines of. I would love to go to Iceland and, and f- try to film skating. It'd be such a different challenge totally. compared to anything else yeah, you've ever yeah. seen. It'd be a way different landscape. 
than anything skating's like scene. I don't even yeah. know if there is a scene out there or like skate parks, or whatever. But it would be such a different vibe altogether to yeah, see yeah, some yeah. skating out there. I think it's important for like some people within every industry to like push these like random, yeah, not even random, like these different like uh, barriers mm. that exist. Like push these different facets of like like how how far can we push the skating in that aspect of like the aesthetics and like the locations and the um the cultures of like mm-hmm. different places because you have like i mean skating's broken into so many different um like categories right now you have like the kelsos that are like they go to one spot and they absolutely murder it like aesthetically and um through like skill right Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if that ledge is in iceland or india or antarctica like it it could be like on your mother's front porch it doesn't matter yeah yeah but they're like absolutely destroying that part of skating right they're Mm -hmm. like representing it so well so i think you need to have people exploring the other parts of like skating you Mm -hmm. know you got joe like killing the contest uh area and then you have people like cayenne and people like us that are trying to explore like different different parts um, of the world yeah just different parts different like cultures i guess Mm -hmm. like that's what i want to bring to the table like more like it's not just just about the skating yeah it's like just something different to look at kind of like yeah yeah you're integrating yourself into this like thing that people don't get to see it brings a different story to tell about a skate video or a skate experience or a trip or something like that yeah. I definitely feel that because obviously it's different wherever you go where you travel in the world yeah. and to see different like new parts of it because people are already tired of seeing like California New York and skate videos and shit like that yeah. but but I also like the idea of like bringing like like not only the new spots but like you're saying like I never thought about that until you just said it now like bringing the culture into it mm-hmm. and like uh, exposing like yeah because I think a lot of the people like at least me and generation I came up in we came up in uh, like a lot of the what you saw in like the videos was yeah it was New York it was California it was like yeah. or the European circuit mm-hmm. or whatever so like mm-hmm. that whole void of like area that's like, completely neglected from everything we grew up watching skating we didn't like see South America we didn't see yeah yeah definitely not you know those other parts of the world that I think you you haven't been skating in but like you know those other far like Indian you know and things like that but yeah so I, I think that's what's like really interesting about your videos and like when I saw those like and I like. I like the idea of that, and you got something new coming up too, or you got a new, mm. are you working on a new similar well, what's, what's going idea? on here? What's the new stuff? Yeah, I don't think anyone knows about it yet. So should we should we save it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could talk about it. It's coming up like next month, so it's not that big of a deal. Okay. Um, what's going on? So I guess for the past few months, we've been trying to figure out like where to go next, where to go next, and uh, I think it was Mark, like the Spanish guys, were kind of like. We talked about Morocco, talked about India, and I think we settled on uh, Tenerife, which is like Canary Islands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Isn't that part of Italy? No, it's part of Spain. 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 Okay. Off the Moroccan coast. Oh, Spain, coast. yeah. Duh. Yeah, Spain. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like, uh, I think it's the biggest of the Canary Islands. Um, most population, but I think... Maybe a little bit less touristic than Gran Canaria. I'm not sure. I mean, I've never been. Mm-hmm. So I don't know anything about the Canary Islands. But pretty much we chose it just because <laughs> the last movie was so difficult to pull off that we wanted something, you know, like a little bit easier to manage. Uh-huh. So um, In all aspects, you mean? In all aspects. <laughs> all aspects. Um, 
so yeah we're gonna do tenerife in uh end of september for a couple of weeks and we're gonna have it's going well i think i think we'll we'll leave that for mystery because it's going to be a whole different mm, okay. not a different cast but uh you know some some exciting characters that are going to be okay. on that one okay yeah, are you shooting it in film again or are you going to do uh it's kind of up for traditional de- digital it's up for debate <laughs> right now what have you learned like on the last one doing doing inti in film um the film is expensive probably. no no it's 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 not it has nothing to do with money like nothing to do with money it's kind of like shooting film for me was uh like taxing on myself because like for one it like really removes me from the tour and from the skating like i i can't really be a part of like what's happening i have to be the kind of like external like documenting it Mm -hmm. and especially with film because it's like no one else can do it i mean yeah well not no one else but it's just like less accessible to like other filmers like yeah it's like, versus like the I, I was i was yeah. the one shooting like maybe i handed the camera off like mm-hmm. three or four times yeah. you know but it's like it's not even just the shooting it's like the audio like to get yeah it's it's like it turns into a production at that point where it's not like yeah, okay like, like yo dude shoot this it's like okay no like yeah you gotta okay you here. stand over here and i stand here and all right do we have a film in the camera okay like okay you have the mark the audio and then it's, it's this whole thing so you, you can't be like this uh, on the go, on the fly, tour mode, which it's not you this w- carefree like tour yeah, thing that everyone's yeah, it's like used on to. On tour, yeah. you want to be just like bam, 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 yeah, yeah. like we do, we do, we do it, because that's how a tour moves. But when we were in Peru, it was like really like take a step back, slow motion, like all right, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, like now we can go and so move you don't want to like kind of not really waste the time, but like not spend the time doing that on this trip. It's not that we wasted the time. I think it's just that. Well, it's would, not waste because you came away with a, something, but I would rather shoot it differently, more documentary style of like, I can have a camera and it can be in your face in two seconds mm-hmm. and like yeah yeah, instead of setting everything up yeah because I, I think this way you get more of a, of a tour feel to everything you get more of like a, I think it brings the viewer closer into what's happening, on tour, if if you have that capability, mm-hmm. but. It, with the film it was more of like a you're kind of detached from that and you're kind of like you're kind of like painting this picture because you're like okay now everything has to be like um like pre-thought out premeditative and now now it has to be like implied and shot right? mm-hmm. but if you have something digital where you can be like bam like all right we're shooting we're, mm-hmm. like, we're recording In two seconds it's a completely different feel so I think for this one, we're going to experiment with that aspect of it and see how it goes mm-hmm. and also save a little bit of money. Yeah, <laughs> save a little money. And stress. Not to be too geeky, but like you said you had to mark the audio with the video. Yeah. How do you mark the audio? Because the audio is digital, no? That you were recording? The audio is digital, yeah. So pretty much what I would do is... Um, like what type of recorder were you using for the audio? It would be like, a, yeah, just like a handheld audio recorder okay and then with like a shotgun mic yeah, connected yeah. to it and so like it would have a, like a counter mm-hmm. on the like recorder. a time code yeah and um so pretty much like i would i would insert a cartridge into the super 8 say that's the first cartridge right mm-hmm. um every shot i take they're doing an audio right yeah so at the end of the roll uh, i would mark like zero to 205 mm-hmm. And then I know that 
the files from zero to two hundred and five on the audio recorder are the ones that fit this role. Damn. <laughs> and then when I came, you wrote back, it on the film, on like the yeah, cartridge. Yeah, on the cartridge. Okay, so you didn't have like a log, like of <laughs> no, no, no. So like, dude, I I came back to New York, and it took me honestly like a week and a half just to sync the audio. And it was like, dude, like working like nine, ten hours a day. Damn, that's like mad audio, work. Audio, that's crazy. Audio. Like it was crazy, man. Like because I mean, we're speak- syncing audios. Like this is like no joke. This mm. is like not something easy, especially when it's from like formats that are completely foreign to each well, other. Well, syncing audio when you have like you can't match the audio in the track to the audio on the film because there is no audio on the film. You exactly. know, because like, you're straight. It's like blind syncing, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. So, so I would have to pick a moment in the clip where it's like okay like he hits the rail and then i would have to find that moment and then stretch out the audio yeah. and then clip Work it around and then save it Damn. and then like every clip like clip by clip by clip by clip like and how many rolls do you go through i think 15 15 rolls right damn was that the longest part of making inti uh yeah I was about to say, if it wasn't, then it's, it's fucked up. Because <laughs> there's some yeah. other crazy shit going on. Do, do you have a trailer made for Inti? Like a new one? You were supposed to give us one like a while ago. A trailer for Inti? Yeah, like a, a newer one. Like, Remember you said you were going to make a new one? for like that? Oh, like a more skating one? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Okay. And we'll play it in the edit. We're cutting to the right now. That was an incredible clip, man. Mind blown. Oh my god. Mind blown. I can't wait to see. Can't wait to see the video, the full length. Yeah. Where can you get this if well, you if I haven't seen it? And you want to see it like right now, and and you don't know anything. It's on. I don't know where it is. It's on the internet. It's somewhere. not good, man. You got it. You should know. It's if you type in. Some, you don't know where it is. Your you own video. If you type in something on the internet, it probably shows. <laughs> it's not good, dude. You got to help a little bit. Uh, where is it on the internet? Uh, <laughs> is this happening right now? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really not sure because because we have. Don't like, you have a website? No, I had multiple different pages, and I deleted my website a few years ago, and then I deleted the self. No, the selfie still exists, but this isn't part of the selfie. Maybe if you Google Inti. Uh, yeah, if you, uh, it's on YouTube. Oh, it's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's on our Haitian magazine. But the whole video is out now on YouTube. Yeah, the whole video is oh, out okay. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you put it out for free? Yeah. Okay. We'll link it down then. Yeah. We'll link it. We'll link it in the description so people can check that out. Yeah, but the trailer's cool too. Yeah. So. <laughs> cool. And with the original music, we had Anthony Marchione on before because he made the soundtrack for it. Also, he made the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, that's. Hot. <laughs> it was. Uh... And what do you have to say about that? Oh, that's really hot. Put it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was also a learning experience. The uh, doing the music for that, like I had, I went down, took the bus down to Philly, because that's a main reason why I came to New York after shooting the film. I was like, I want to, one, I want to work, and two, I want to like be in a city where all these things are possible. Making the book, making the film, making the music. It's like 
there's not many cities all resources are here that it's like that possible and i was like i know i want anthony to make the music so i can like easily just take a bus or whatever like go down there and see him so i went down there and i kind of had like more of an idea of like we would be playing music together and i'd be like oh okay like play off of this play off of this but um he's kind of like more of a he's like more of a work by yourself type of guy Mm -hmm. so he was kind of like okay okay, like what do you want to be like and he'd just like geek out for a minute and just like start doing crazy stuff on like the instruments i'm like okay like (laughs) just like you you, do it yeah you like you got it like i don't have to do shit like right you figured it out and he came up with i mean the, the soundtrack's incredible yeah it is it's really cool and it was cool hearing like his side of it too you put a lot of work into this video because you shot on film. You had to sing all this audio and post all the, the editing and stuff. You had to go down to f- take trips to Philly to get the original soundtrack made for the film. Like, yeah. it's a lot of fucking work. It was a lot it's probably of the work. most work done in any skate video ever made in it was, history. It was all, like, within, like, a month and a half before Winter Clash, too. Yeah, you were you were stressed out for that, too, right? Because oh you were God. editing it even the night of the premiere, right? Well, what happened is that I got back from Peru... And I was sending the film up to Sylvan in Toronto, mm-hmm. who does like most of rollerblading. guy? Yeah, he okay. like he does all the film for like everybody for rollerblading industry. You know? And, yeah. <laughs> and um, so he's the guy for sure. And they were closing like the next day for Christmas break, and it oh, was shit. like ten days or something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Fuck, man! Like, if I overnight it to you, like, do you think you can get it in?" And he's like, "Well, I'm not even there." Like it's just it's just like my my Damn. homies that are there at the shop like maybe they'll get in. I was like mm. fuck like, so I had to wait until after the Christmas break and it ended up being extended as well. And then I finally sent it in, and they got it and it took like two weeks to process. And then I had like two weeks out of the movie. Yeah, and I'm like this the the music's already done, and the movie is pretty much like audio synced and not like not even. So you had the music made before you started editing the actual like oh I'm yeah, looking be- at because, the footage because because I, I was just like waiting around I was like I, like I, I don't know what to do like I have to do something like I might as well go down to Philly and like do the music yeah yeah and it was just like we were looking at like the digital footage I think and it was just like just this whole like mix and mess of like everything running down to the wire like to such a extreme points to where i was like pulling my hair out like Mm -hmm. every day like is it gonna happen is it gonna happen and then i got to amsterdam well the night before i tried exporting the movie and it it was like a seven hour export (laughs) i I woke up in the morning and it um failed the export and i was like you gotta be kidding me this is just like nightmare stuff so I was like, all right, throw the bag in the backpack or throw the computer in the backpack and fucking head to the head to the train to catch the plane. And I got to Amsterdam and like checked into my hotel, immediately started exporting, and my computer didn't recognize the hard drive, which, oh my is, which God. is the fiasco that was happening. That's what happened. <clears throat> and I was like, dude, like, are you kidding of me? Of course. Like, like my computer, I would open it up like blue screen, like <sighs> didn't even like like nothing. And uh-huh. I was like, oh my God, dude. So sent out like a mass text or like instagram thing and like had an it guy like some rollerblader came mm-hmm. over in like five minutes and like fixed it up and like boom 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 everything happened. wait someone then, so you posted on instagram and somebody who was in amsterdam came over to you yeah it was uh <laughs> kevin had seen it kevin from amsterdam okay i, I don't really and know Kevin had like sent out another message so it just like exploded yeah, from yeah. there you know yeah like fractal like, we that need point. this done for winter clash 
yeah and like yeah five minutes like someone was like yo i heard you need help and he like came over and fixed it and everything happened like one hour before the premiere oh <laughs> it was like pff, absolutely they another insane, miracle man. from the blading community it's insane Another another blade miracle happened. The blade, the blade gods were on you. I always feel like you know these things like when a big event like that, this like energy that builds up into this moment, like it's so, it's always so extreme. Like like why does it always have to be so extreme? Yeah, yeah, can't can't it just be be chill? Can't it be chill? Well, that that actually leads me to my next question, (laughs) because like you know most people when they make a video, they take music that's like already there. Or they film on a camera that's not super hard to film on. You get the audio. Like it seems like you're making this very hard on yourself. Like, <laughs> when it could you, be easy. <laughs> you, you, you do film. You make people make all the music original. You you, you have to sync up the like. Just looking from the outside in, why why, why do you take on these? Like, the, what's the vision behind this? Because it seems. You got a little like, thing on your cheek, by the I'm way. sorry. Thanks. It's it's not my. Thing, oh, it might be like dry skin. Okay, my bad. For, yeah, for all who don't know, I had an accident. That's <laughs> yeah. why I'm going. I'm that's why I sunburn on this right side. <laughs> yeah. Um, my bad. Continue. Why no, do but, I make but, it but, hard but, but, for myself? But, uh, am I am I wrong in in in, in saying no, that? No, it's like a completely that, reason. Like, I think it's a reasonable <laughs> statement. It's like, geez, dude. I know like, you want to do something new and different. You could probably like spend like you know a quarter of the money, and you know maybe a quarter of the stress and. I guess it would only be a quarter as satisfying a as a, fine, yeah, as a, as a so, so, so final tell, result. Just tell me why, because obviously you have a reason behind doing it the way you do it. I mean, initially I would just say, like, for aesthetics, like, we, we, I mean, I want this, like, Super 8 especially. Like, Super 8 is one of these things that I live by, especially in places where you have antiquities such as Peru and such as India, such as these, these like very old places where, I mean, man, I would like, like all my inspiration derives from watching like these 1960s, even like forties, fifties, sixties, seventies of like films, real film in like the streets of these places where I'm like, that is just like, for me, that's like, that's it. Like, 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 like what films where, are we talking about? Can we like can some of our guests who might be curious take a peek at some of these things? Uh, like for example, Valparaiso was like mainly influenced off of this documentary that was made of Valparaiso in like the 40s or 50s. Shot what, what on is it all called? all black and white film. I'm not even sure what it's called. It's like some crazy stuff in Spanish. But it was like we used to watch that in the house like on repeat like this is like this is what we want like this is the aesthetic that we want and just stuff like that like for the the peru thing like i was watching like crazy like 1960s 70s like b-roll films of like hippies going to like Kathmandu and like filming themselves on super 8 cameras and like Mm -hmm. that's the aesthetic that i want Mm -hmm. because there's like for me there's such a feeling towards it and maybe for other people like they don't see it the way that i see it but when I watch these films, like I have such a, like a strong, deep connection to that imagery that that's what I want to portray in like my films. Because like, dude, film is timeless, like really, really timeless. Mm. Like a, a, a shot of Machu Picchu on Super 8 could be in the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 2000s, the 2020s, and it's going to be the same, mm-hmm. you know, because that's kind of like the aesthetic that's been built off of that film 
and kind of that's like that's the direction I want to go. Like, yeah, it totally. makes it, it makes it way harder, but it's just like, what you want. You know what you want, uh, and you're gonna do what it takes to get what you want. But it's like, but but, but like, and also like, I don't, I don't mean to like, but but like also the music. You know what I mean? Like it, that just seems like such a like a bit of a burden. No, like when you could just like maybe just like go to the YouTube <laughs> or something. Yeah, I mean. There was, I'm just curious. Like, what, there, what? there was tons of music that I could have used. Um, yeah. I sent Anthony like hundreds of samples of stuff where I was like, "Yo, kind of like this, kind of like this." Mm-hmm. But I think that it's like if you're gonna do something, shouldn't you just like do it all the way? No, I agree. I, I fully agree, and I'm not. Criti- and, it, and it's like I'm not criticizing it at all. I'm just, I'm just like. If you have the time and the energy and the yeah. resources to do it, it's like why not? And yeah, especially totally. if you get someone like as talented as, as Anthony as to be involved in the project, it's as like young Tony. It's like another. It's just like it just gets like hyped like yeah. three, four, five more notches because right. it's like yeah, okay, I could take this Adds and this value and that. To it as well. Yeah, it's like this whole. It's like a from the from the depth from the root. It's like a whole project that was really built out of nothing. Like we didn't take anything from anyone, and we created one hundred percent yeah original. We, we shit. created this thing, and like that's like from now on, like I will never use music from other artists. Like, what do you plan on doing for the next video then? Do you know yet? I'm not sure yet, but I I have a vague idea. Why don't you do it yourself? I mean, that's that's like what I would like to do, but it, it'll be me working with other artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm gonna be working a little bit in Copenhagen, a little bit in Spain. Um, but I'm I'm heading to India after the tour, so I'm not sure how much time I have to like really work on the music. Mm-hmm. Well, but I guess you're not in a rush to premiere it at Winter Clash right now, so you could take your time with the maybe. the processing. Maybe. maybe why not? Well, I'm saying you have more months this time to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, more time. Yeah. I asked I think I asked Anthony this question, but I want to get your perspective on it too. Like, what do you what did you how did you explain what you wanted in, in a soundtrack for a skate video? How do you go about doing that? Um, I think we we'd watched some of the footage. I'm not sure if. I don't know if the Super 8 was ready, but I th- we watched some of the stuff when we were like kind of like bouncing ideas back and forth. And uh, for me, being in Peru and also living in South America for like a lot of years, um, had kind of like a knowledge set of like 60s, 70s Latin American mm-hmm. vibes that I wanted to go off of. Mostly like Peruvian cumbia, like stuff like this, like kind of like, um, you know, upbeat psychedelic cumbia from Peru in the 60s. So pretty much, I mean, I would just like research, research, research and f- like pick out these um, excerpts of like albums or whatever, like, uh, and just send it to him. And then we, we would sit there and like listen to him, but like, okay, maybe we'll take like a little bit of this mixed with like a little bit of this. So like, I mean, he's such a talented musician where you can be like, I kind of want it to be like this. Like he can be like, okay, like pick up a guitar, back, like, like that. And that's it. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> So <clears throat> he kind of sorted it out himself. Uh, it's really easy to work with him. Like I, I would like to work with him more in the mm-hmm. future because it was just easy, man. Like like the last song, like the banger section song in Inti, he wrote in like two days. And it's like, dude, it's like a masterpiece mm-hmm. of a song. He's not like, uh, I saw him play, my, my girlfriend and I saw him play at a show in Williamsburg and 
He is quite a talented musician. Yeah. I still never seen him play live. He's I always really miss good. shows when he comes yeah. to New York. He's so good. Shout out Big Ant. Big Ant. Big Ant. Young Tone. <laughs> like Tony. That's what I'm Young Tony. <laughs> but yeah, it, it definitely makes my life harder for sure. But yeah. it's like, why not? Yeah, why no, not? I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to dig too hard. Why not make it difficult? I don't want to dig too hard on that, but I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that what it is that you do is obviously so clearly different than from what everyone else does or what if even if i was in the field what i would what i would do mm-hmm. like you know i would be like oh this is my favorite song i'd yeah use that song yeah some of that but yeah like the fact that you do everything grassroots is very diy i think it's worth acknowledging and i was just curious to see like your mindset and and thinking behind doing that, yeah. it's got to be very rewarding doing that. Cause my I know my personal favorite section of myself was one where I made the music too. And even though it was a shitty fucking soundtrack, no, I still dude. made the music for it. No, it's awesome. That's still to this day is like my favorite section no, ever. It's awesome. Not necessarily because of the skating, or whatever. Just because I made no. all of it myself. Yeah. You know, you, it's you, very rewarding. I, 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 I like that one too, and the yeah. fact that you did the bass in yeah, there. I, was and like, I don't know how to play bass or guitar, but I, I fucking just did like yeah. and just made like a little <laughs> groove and like that was it. No, it was just one groove like the whole time, and I did a few drum fills, and that was it. But it was just like it's rewarding to have that type of thing and i'm sure that's kind of what you got out of out of making inti yeah it's still something i like i haven't done and i I'll probably won't uh, about parts off film whatever but that's something i still want to do like do my own music yeah yeah do my own skating. yeah that's sick we should yeah. do like uh that should be our our, our we'll video do a collab. that should be our video right there no dual drumming dual skating <laughs> it, it's also like uh it just, it just like puts this um oh god what's the word man it like it makes Don't things, say energy. No, I'm just kidding. No, it puts this like dude, I just I just had the thought and it left. Shit. It's sorry. like to challenge yourself in that way is what's rewarding. It it's not like the outcome is rewarding. It's like to challenge yourself to be like, okay, like cause I was thinking earlier, like when I first moved to New York, I was like, it would be sick to like do in New York like little thing mm-hmm. and make the music for that like 80s like grassroots Ooh, like hip-hop yeah. style and it's yeah. like it's like can i do that i don't know like why Fuck not it. why not like let's, yeah let's try like, yeah yeah and i think that that's what was so rewarding about the entire film like from start to beginning the filming the audio the soundtrack it's not like look at what we made it's like it's like the process of doing it and, and, like, and like taking yeah. these steps and it's like, holy crap, like it's working, it's working, yeah. it's working. And I think that's what's the, like so... The new frontier, like you're just kind of like so learning it as you it. go. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, it's like, yo, if no one likes it, like I don't give a shit. Like I've loved it the entire time yeah. because it was a challenge and we overcame it, you know? That's badass. So I think, I think that's why I put myself in these situations that are difficult because, yeah, you learn. I mean, you learn. You're constantly learning from mm-hmm. these things. That's the thing as an artist. You get to push your limits every yeah. time, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, well, that's 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 something that's completely, totally self-evident in, like, your work. And, yeah, I just, I was curious about that. But we've talked about your work a bit enough, and I was curious about another thing. You know, you did Haitian Magazine. Haitian Magazine was a huge mm-hmm. thing. No. I know a lot of people know a lot it's, of people. It's, it's not that I did Haitian Magazine, but. I was going to ask about that, well, too. Well, 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 you know, we we can get into that. But I noticed there was an Haitian, a Haitian uh, magazine, like, you know, a little movement that was happening that kind of took blading. People were like, oh, I'm excited about this. And then it went away. Yeah. And then just recently, the Haitian magazine, Instagram, mm-hmm. has made a comeback. Revamped. It's back. <laughs> and you know what? What's up with that? <laughs> 
What's up with the new Haitian Instagram? Well, let's, well Instagram I mean, blocked me from letting me open up my old Haitian Instagram. Why? So they fucked me, and I was like in... What was the reason for that? I was in a fight with them for like three months trying to get the password, and they were just like, nope, can't have it. What was the reason for that? Like, like the Instagram? It just blocked you out? The old Instagram, yes. Cause Dude, I, cause shout, I, shout I, down Instagram. Shout I, did, down. I didn't use it for like a year or something, or like a year and a half, and I tried to sign in. They were like trying to like do all these things where i had to like validate that i was a real human and like all this stuff and i would like like, go through these like tests of like over like a week of like this and this and this and And, uh at the end they'd be like like fail i'm just like what like like clearly this is i give you my birth certificate my social security card two forms of photo id (laughs) still don't believe me here's my bank account statement proof of driver's license like there's photos of me on the thing like i'm giving you photos of me like yeah. ID, every, like literally everything. So you literally just, did do something like they that. They were just like, no. Wow. And I'm like, what? Like, dude, this is my account. And they're like, no. Dan's fucked up, Instagram. Yes. I, I know because when I try to tag like the Haitian magazine and when we, when we posted the video from Winter Clash, the Inti premiere, and I was like, there's two Haitian accounts. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. know if one was like a fake yeah. account or something like and that. I can't even delete the old one, man. It's just, it's <laughs> yeah, just like it's there. So stupid. It's just it's, there. Yeah. It's like, yo. It's just like, distracting. It's like it's just crazy. So you had to start a new one. Yeah, this is like a battle I had for like three months, and it was just like, well, can't get into that. So I lost. Start, lost start the battle. A new one. Shit. Well, I mean, what can you do at that point? No, I, I mean, mean, I can't believe it. Three months they didn't uh, submit. It's, dude, it's yeah. crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had to uh, just restart from from zero. And uh, that was but what was Haitian in the beginning, and what is it now? Yeah, what like t- and also talk about the name because there, there's been some. I, I, I remember especially in the beginning. Hmm. There was a bit of criticism from some people toward the name, you know, because mm, Haitian, Haitian magazine. <laughs> I, I remember Adam Kilgore specifically saying, Haitian magazine, there's already a Haitian magazine in Haiti. <laughs> and is I, there really? I, I specifically, oh, I don't know if there is, but I mean, he, he said that and I believe him. And he's, that was a specific criticism from him, I remember, on Facebook like, during the beginning of the inception of the Facebook. Did you look that up? Do you know if there is a... There is a Haitian magazine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think it's called Haiti Magazine okay. or, or The Haitian Magazine or something a little bit different. Something along the... But I remember when we first started, I, I made sure that there wasn't an exact Haitian magazine. Okay. Because, you know, you, you don't want to start a company that already yeah, exists. Of course. No, yeah. So why'd you pick that name? Um, when we were living in Los Angeles in, like, the Death Guy Manor... Death Guy Manor. We should have we, we called it Death Guy Manor. Why was it Manor? <laughs> uh, I, I don't really know, dude. I don't really know. I think it's just because we Total were... Total Manor uh, perspective. Yeah. For, I mean, <laughs> we, were, we were in a mansion in those days. Right, man, right. Those yeah, days. that's fair. For real. It was like at, at our peak, 10 of us living in the two-bedroom house, attic built out. Sounds about right. Um, it was you and Jake stri- in stri- the attic, right? What's up? You and Zathan were in that? No, me and uh, Darst. Darst. That's right. Straight Blade Life House. It was crazy. Well, I I think what happened is we were calling it Death Guy Manor just as like a joke. And then I had like one day drunkenly like put up um, because there's so many people coming to our house like every day. It's like a different person sleeping on our couch like every single day. It was like the door was always unlocked. Like whoever walk in, walk in. Like Damn. okay, sleep on. Like a bum could fucking sleep on the couch. Right. Like, All right, like cool, man. So I had like wrote like I spray painted these letters and like post them on the front of the house. It said like skate hotel. <laughs> just says like a joke and like post on instagram and like all my roommates were like yo that's fucking lame like take that shit up the house i was like all right 
So I took it off and then redid it Death Guy Manor and everyone was like, yeah, that's fucking <laughs> sick, man. So like we kept Death Guy Manor like on our front porch. It's like pretty much like the house had that. Um, the neighbors probably loved it. Yeah, our landlord loved us. <laughs> they were really stoked. Um, yeah. Now the entire time we were there, we were like a terror to the name. What about the name? How like how the name? Death Guy Manor. Well, 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 Haitian. Haitian comes from. Yeah. Uh, the guys used to smoke like tons of weed because they had just moved to California. I was like, oh, weed. Mm, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it costs like nothing. So there's like smoking like insane amounts of weed all day every day. And they would roll these like really, really fat joints and they would call them Haitians because like, I guess they would assume that people from Haiti or from the islands would like, like smoke, smoke oh these like gigantic, <laughs> like loose rolled, like huge yeah. joints. Just like, like an American's perspective on what? Yeah. Cause they just have like fucking <laughs> yeah. massive amounts of weed. And, uh, so yeah, we'd be like, oh yeah, man, like let up the Haitian man. Like, like, <laughs> and so that's kind of where the thing came from. And then, like, one day we'd all got together and we were like, yo, we're starting a magazine. Like, what are we going to call it? And we all sat in a room for, like, a few hours, like, trying to figure it out. And in the end, after everything we had talked about, we were like, Haitian, that just works. Mm-hmm. And in one day, you guys came up with a name? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, like, literally sat in a room. We were like, it took okay, us about a like, month. Like, what, what's <laughs> it going to be? <laughs> we sat in the room. We were like, everyone, like, wrote down, like, their three, like, highest, uh, mm-hmm. like, the ones that they the wanted. Favorites like pulled out of a hat or like reading them all yeah, like, yeah. like super stoner shit too like, <laughs> it was hilarious man like and we who was up, involved with it in it at the time it was like the og haitian crew so i guess like malcolm tin nick labar darst dylan me um am i forgetting anyone it's uh, the super helds yeah, but I think they were a little bit a little later, later in the game. And yeah. then we also had, like, a few people in and out. So it was a lot of like, people involved. In, well, it, wasn't, it wasn't just, like, you and, like... Yeah, there, there's a lot of people floating in and out of the house because of, like... Well, not just the house. talking about, like, the magazine. It, like, the actual Haitian magazine like itself. Like, the actual magazine, like, design-wise, started me and Tin Lee. Okay. So we both did the first yeah, issue. Yeah, I, t- I know Tin had a huge part in that, huh? Yeah, yeah. The first issue was, like, mainly Tin. Shout out Tin he, Lee, by he, the yeah, way. Yeah, Tin, man, he crushed it. Tin lives like, in Brooklyn. Tin lives in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah Tin's in Brooklyn. Tin Tin crushed it on the um, on the first issue. Most of it was him, yeah. But then like I, he was doing like art direction. I was doing like business stuff, funding and getting out to shop. Photography. And I was like, not so much in the first but one because like photography he he had the the camera. I didn't have. So he was doing the photography in the beginning. Yeah, he was doing the photography, and I was doing like a little bit of editing, but mostly like business stuff, like promoting and like getting mm-hmm. advertisements and like the boring shit. Yeah, know? yeah. And then a few months later, like, he bailed on the house, uh, went back to Chicago, and I was like, well, shit, like, it's already started, like, I might as well continue it. So I bought a camera and started shooting more. Like, I'd already been a photographer at that point, like, went to school for it and stuff. I didn't know that. But, um, wasn't really doing it when I was there, because when I was in that house, I was focusing on skating. It's like, I don't want to do anything else other than skate. Mm -hmm. So... I had to kind of take a step back out of skating and like start shooting everyone more. And I guess that's where this whole path started. More mm. of like more of like doing the magazine and photography books and like more film the media side of it. Yeah, because like that year, 2012, I think is yeah. like when I was like I'm 100% going in 
on skating. Like I'm gonna try as hard as I can. Well, it definitely had going it, it, it definitely had an impact <laughs> because I mean, I, I remember looking to toward like the end of what would have been seen as what one could call a career if there was money. <laughs> but uh, yeah. let's just say a run. But toward the end of my run mm-hmm. of what it was to be like a pro skater at the time i remember being really inspired by seeing haitian yeah and i remember seeing haitian and just well you were all like the young guys like yeah. you sean uh dylan like all you guys were like yeah. on the come up and it was like finally like a young crew of kids yeah and you guys all from chicago like all you guys from chicago uh generally right? dylan's from the area dylan's from wisconsin <clears throat> midwest yeah. but like, mo- whatever, mostly like mostly chicago yeah. suburbs yeah. Yeah, yeah so like that whole area had like a nice group of younger yeah quote-unquote younger kids yeah coming up i just remember like looking and being like oh like because looking like to see new guys that were doing things that were cool was like so inspiring so like you see like you know john john mantra and those Mm -hmm. guys and then like later like you saw like honey baked and yeah and then haitian and and all this crew Mm -hmm. and i was like oh fuck these guys are Mm. these guys are sick yeah were you guys honey baked or is that someone else that was us. Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. I remember, like, when I lived in Arizona, X was like, yo, the Honey Bay kids are in town. Yeah, I, was like, true, true. I was like, who yeah. the fuck is that? And then, like, obviously, we started skating together in Arizona and shit. Yeah, Dude, shout crazy. out X, man. <laughs> X yeah. Brooklyn, too. X is in Brooklyn. X going to give it to He's you. He's probably crumbling right now. <laughs> I was biking the other day and, and bumped into him. Oh, did you? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> X in the streets. Dude. Look at that. Bumping into fucking John Jenkins in the middle of fucking street in Brooklyn. Like, would you think that? Like, so funny, man. 15 uh, years ago in Arizona or whatever. So funny. You know. But I, I was hyped on a Haitian magazine when it first came out because I was like, I even made an Instagram post about it. I was like, Shout out to Haitian for making the first magazine in years with a spine on it. Because mm-hmm. at that time, like Daily Bread yeah. gave up and like got rid of like the spine. It was just like a, like a pamphlet, roller warehouse, yeah. same thing. One magazine was doing it, and you guys came out with a fucking spine. I was like, that's how you do it. Yeah, it's like a nice big chunk of meat right there. Everyone wants spineless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you guys were like, well, dude, I mean, fill it up. Yeah, the, the first issue was no spine. <clears throat> Second issue. Yeah, I, I was definitely wasn't the first issue that I posted the picture of, yeah, whatever. But. It's, it's just expensive it's mad expensive to print right like to to do because no spine is called like saddle stitch Mm -hmm. and the other one is called like perfect binding and the jump of price between one and the other is like grand like Mm. two grand it's just like Mm -hmm. when did you do that between the first and second okay i think the second issue the first issue was the only one saddle stitch and then the rest were um yeah for like actual yeah binding i was stoked by the way when I saw, like, the second one was, like, legit as fuck. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was just saying. I was, I was like, like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still have a couple, actually, in the, the other room. It's a fun time, man. Yeah. It was just, like, so much. Because after Tin left, like, I was doing everything. A lot by, of work. By myself. But Dylan and, and the Superhelds were helping a bit, right? Dylan, no. Not not on, like, design-wise. Saba uh, a bit, right? Saba a little bit on, like, the third one or maybe the fourth one. Um, But it was, like... 99 percent me i don't want to be work. like i don't want to be like oh it was all me no but, but you were like, keeping it, but it alive. really was like yeah. all me like i was out skating shooting the photos coming back editing the photos making the design layouts getting the advertisers doing the like media promotion mm-hmm. like like even the production ad- is a whole doing pain in distribution the like yeah. making the shirt like everything from like a yeah. to z was like me and i was kind of like just it was almost like a weight, like just carrying the crew through the whole process. Cause they were like just killing it, like constantly killing it with the video stuff. Yeah. 
Like Dylan and Malcolm Dylan's were like the video guys. Dylan was, and, and Malcolm were on top yeah, of it. They were videos. So they did so all the video sick. and I did all the photography. And it was like we had a good like symbiosis happening. But I think just at one point it was like for me to do all that by myself. It was just kind of like overwhelming. Oof, like, And I wasn't because I didn't have time to work like an actual job because you don't have time to do both of these things. How are you funding all like, this shit? Through advertisers, straight up. But you were working up. too, right? Like a lot of I was working at like a coffee shop, like yeah. three days a week. Oh, okay, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that was just to the, live, the, and the, the funding yeah, for the yeah, magazine that, was the that's advertising. En- that's enough to like pay for you know a yeah. couple of sandwiches. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, the magazine was fully funded through advertising, and then that's we, a straight hustle right there. And then we that would is, sell it, and then make enough money to like print the next one and get more advertising, and then like kind of get the ball rolling from mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But the reason it ended the actual magazine is because the last issue i think it was issue four and earth with victor on the front jumping through the tree jumping through the mm-hmm. tree 100 percent best issue like desi- other, design other wise fi- yeah other course. than the second issue photography second wise best issue. were you on the cover of the second one yeah, was that the yeah, soul grind yeah, the, the staple center oh <laughs> uh, yeah I, I was on a back cover of haitian that's true i remember <laughs> that. it was the same one we, was it i think we shared it maybe Damn, back to back. We're like cover brothers again. <laughs> just, just too much, too much work, nah, and but the, the, not enough um, feedback. I guess like I had yeah. done that last issue, and normally like the the first few issues we sold pretty much every single one. We made like a thousand of mm-hmm. each issue, <clears throat> and then the fourth one like we sold like two or three hundred copies, and I was like, holy crap, like. Like what happened? Like what happened in the past year that like yeah. no one wants to like read Haitian anymore? So like, like tried to promote it, promote it, promote it. No one was catching on. I was kind of just like, this is just like a waste of like a tree. Mm-hmm. It's just like Pressing sitting in a, sitting in a box somewhere, mm-hmm. an entire tree, Where's right? The tree? <laughs> and it's like 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 That's what? <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, like like why am I doing this? You know. That was your transition to vegan. <laughs> no, no so, so I had this kind of like existential crisis at the time. I was like, it's like, I don't want to make anything. Like I'm just like wasting resources and the resources just like sitting there doing nothing. Just, I c- just I, sitting in boxes. I don't know, know exactly like, what did happen, but what, what comes to mind for me is like people don't straight up order like a, a magazine and I could be wrong people could just could have straight been ordering like a magazine at a time from you mm-hmm. but when there's more skate shops people like to order a pair of skates and they get, like a magazine with it or like yeah, yeah. a magazine is something you go into like a store and you pick it up like getting your coffee in the morning or something like that you know yeah. but a magazine is like you wouldn't really think about just straight up ordering a magazine unless you had a subscription which yeah. is like that's a whole nother fucking story I guess I think <clears throat> and skate shops started dwindling down in the past few years also definitely so like yeah. I'm sure like skate shop orders you know diminished as well as locations in general but yeah. magazines were like a thing where like you get a you order a pair of skates you get a magazine with it something like that you spend like a certain amount of money you get a magazine with it so yeah. stuff like that yeah it, it works definitely better as like a promotional material but i think we were going into it more when we came into it like way too late of course what do you mean late like, like as far as like the rush of like popularity of, like, of, like, of the print, sport, like no, like print media, oh, like, okay. like yeah. print, like we're we're come, we're like again, like what Bill's saying about making it hard for myself. It's like yeah. one of these, like okay, yeah. like let's jump into print. So you in, say like, that? I think the opposite way because when you guys came out with Haitian, I was like, yes, we have a magazine again, because I felt like we were missing that 
people want it, but people don't, don't really want to buy, buy it. it. Yeah, it's I, like, I get it's that. It's like everyone's like, I completely like, get that. Like, dude, when I make shirts, I made these shirts like mm-hmm. just just the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, yo, I want Haitian stuff. I want Haitian stuff, and it's like. I like I don't really want to make Haitian stuff, but like if you re- <laughs> if you really want it, like I'll do it, and I did it, and it's like no one, everyone just flakes, and it's yeah. like yo, like yeah. So so They're, why am I doing this again? Yeah, like, yeah. So so what has Haitian started as a magazine, and it's obviously changed into something different now. What what do you consider Haitian to be today? I mean, since the beginning, it's always been like more like it's not me. Haitian is not me, and I don't want to pe- to be associated with me. It's just kind of like. I guess I was the one to initiate the the form of it, the manifestation of it, because like Haitian itself is like a a collective of individuals, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's a collective of like humans that are trying to make like all these things happen and we've gone through different waves of like what it is and what it isn't and to really define it, I don't even know. I mean, I, I feel like Haitian is just a collective of people, and it it's forever changing. I was going to say the crew keeps changing, obviously, with different projects, different yeah, yeah, exactly. travels and stuff so, like that. So, like, that. now I'm kind of like, like, I, I don't want to say that I own Haitian. Like, yeah, I run, like, the inventory and the money and, like, these, like, the business aspects of it, but... And sure, I'm the president and CEO and the treasurer. <laughs> it's like... But whatever, it's not mine. When, when I do projects, I'm like, when we go into a project, I don't have, you know, full say. It's like, a, like this it's is... still a collective. Like, this is everyone, like, I, I don't have, like, a... Yeah, this, like, hierarchy yeah. of, of thought because that's how I want it. That's how it was in the beginning, grassroots style, and that's how it is now. Like, it, it, and it needs to be that way, I think. Like, it needs to be just like this democracy of of like free thought mm-hmm. i think that's the way it works the best because if it's one person dominating no i get it yeah, yeah it's not know. good that's why things get end up uh there's resentment impurities and all these other things and having an open dialogue and discussion for like visions that we all share mm-hmm. is the best yeah. way to kind of come mm-hmm. to uh well if everyone's involved in the project also yeah it makes more sense no, that everyone talks that everyone about how they want it to yeah exactly. to come out so we did they, that with like the truth and stuff exactly. like that also so, so how like yeah your work is perceived you have a say in it exactly yeah. exactly exactly but I, I guess like when it comes to like product wise i've always been the one that has done like the like the design for t-shirts like the website like all these things but it's not because um necessarily that i want to it's just because that no one really had stepped up to that plate mm-hmm. so like well you know if no one's gonna do it then i guess like i have to do it yeah. so i'll just do it and then we, heavy lies the crown and, and then we make a few grand and then we can like go on a trip do something with it yeah, it's yeah. Like, okay. it all consistently funds itself yeah so it's like you know if no one's gonna do it you gotta do it yeah so, so like, what, right. what funds all these trips now is it just straight you as individuals just work and save up your own money then like hopefully you guys can make it to a destination well, of some sort pretty much with inti like we'd restart from zero mm-hmm. um because the paypal the haitian paypal was like stagnant for like three or four years and like hadn't seen any action you know had zero so we got advertising a little bit and everyone paid their own flights yeah so i'm saying like it's self-funded by yeah. each individual and then, like, with the advertising money, like, I paid for the Airbnb and paid for, like, a few things, like, throughout the travels. And mm-hmm. um, 
but now with the second one that the money has came back a little bit and like been selling the shirts and stuff and probably gonna ask for a little bit more advertising money now i can like fully fund kind of everything like airbnb rental car like all these things i can't really do flights yet because it's like we're such a big crew like th- this next one's gonna be like and a everyone huge comes with different parts yeah. too yeah this next one's like a giant crew dude it's gonna mm. be it's gonna be it's yeah. Gonna be chaos, this, way to tease everybody because you're not saying who's part of this, this, this next one's sick it's gonna be but chaos, but quickly man. quickly you got new shirts you're wearing one of the new shirts i got new shirts yeah i made these shirts drop acid not bombs because uh pretty much i just like really wanted a drop acid not bomb shirt <laughs> <laughs> and i was like well i could change the a and fuck it let's it works it. Like, let's make it a haitian shirt like yeah. I, I didn't go into it thinking that a lot of people were going to buy it because it's kind of like a bold thing to like be walking around the streets, like mm-hmm. going, right. going into work being like, oh, da, da, da. Right. it's like, I like walking past cops and stuff. Right. It's so, like you walk past the cop, they just like search you immediately. <laughs> sure, Against the car, sir. You're in New York, though. There's way worse things on right. people's shirts than that. Yeah. So pretty, pretty like much. actual crack on a white t-shirt. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actual crack. <laughs> actual drugs on the shirt oh shit yeah. my breakfast is still on the <laughs> but um yeah i just i just wanted to make this shirt really bad so i had um nate nate moore on vhs Shout out nate moore. the guy who shoots like the b-roll third cam for mm-hmm. uh torres yeah. brasco stuff you know really cool kid uh works in like a print shop uh, works in a few print shops, and he sorted me out with these shirts. I went, met up with them. Can people buy them? People can buy them. Yeah, it's, I know it's a limited um, edition. I know he doesn't know. He doesn't know the website though. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's extremely limited. Um, there's only a handful left of each each color, maybe like six of each. Uh, I th- we only made like um, fifty, but I gave away probably ten. So it was like, now we're at forty. So where do people get them at then? Uh, you can get them on the Haitian magazine, Big Cartel, which used to have the Inti photo book, which is sold out. And now has like a few of the hats with like the Haitian deal and um, the shirts. Yeah, Check out on. the Haitian, Haitian yeah. magazine, Haitian Big magazine, Cartel. Big Cartel. Big Cartel, yeah. I have one of these shirts. Yeah, it's, Drop acid, not bombs. It's great. The girls love it. <laughs> it's the great. girls love it. The big conversation yeah. piece. Yeah. No, for real. For real. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I was, I was riding down the street the other day, and it's like this huge, big, this huge, big black guy. He yeah. was like, he was like, "Drop acid, not bombs." <laughs> and, I, and I looked at him, and I was like, <laughs> and he was like, "It's uniting people like, all over the I was city." Like, That's right. <laughs> Drop acid, not bombs. Yeah, the, the, the first, <laughs> the first day I wore it, I went. I was in like Prospect Lefferts Gardens in Brooklyn, like deep Brooklyn. <laughs> and uh just like sitting at a coffee shop like minding my own business reading a book and this dude i see this dude out of the corner of my eye like <laughs> run from the like run from across the street with like a soccer ball in his hand he like comes up to me he's like yo man you got tabs <laughs> <laughs> no way <laughs> no it's like, it like not on me dude <laughs> wow not handy damn people are gonna straight coming up to you like you're the man that yeah. was so funny <laughs> he was like super bummed maybe like, if you're oh, selling yeah. tabs you could buy a shirt maybe might help self-advertisement there you go um we're gonna open up for questions if anyone has any questions for bina shout out to sergio yabara from yeah. Phoenix, ten dollars oh, super shit. chat. Ooh, <laughs> ten dollars super chat. That's going. Man. That's going straight into the asset fund. 
Uh, how, about, how about the pizza? Because we got vegan pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah, one shave the pizza. Oh, yeah, we, we had yes, our first vegan. Do you, guys, do you remember Sergio from Phoenix? From no. tour? Shredweiser tour? The homie Sergio. Is this yeah, Sergio? Yeah. Like, Wait, were you in Phoenix with us? Yeah. Yeah, this is. Uh, is this Sergio like the Sergio that I would know from Phoenix? Yeah, Sergio that everyone the one who knows skated from around everywhere. Like the homie from Phoenix. <laughs> Yo, what up, Sergio? Sergio? Okay, so yeah, I know yeah. who you are. All right, all right, all right. But yeah, we have a first vegan on the yeah. show, and we had to order a vegan pizza, which is what I made. The is, is this our first vegan? Yeah, I, guess, I think our so. Because we always get pizza for everybody, wow. and they always eat the pizza. But that's why I made your your post about that you were, we were going live with you yeah. today of the, the vegan pizza, it was our no first cheese, mm. cheeseless. Yeah, first cheeseless pie. Wow. They're probably making the pizza like what? How was was it okay? Going? It was good. I'm very curious to try it out too. It's, it's, not, it, it, it's not screamers. It was okay. It, it wasn't definitely not screamers, but the roses pizza next to roses? on Metropolitan oh, it must be much better. That's a that one's really well, this a is vegan pie though. It's well, a vegan. It's, it's just like it's just like this. It's, it's a grandma no cheese? cheeseless. Just yeah. like they call it marinara I didn't know that was like slice. A thing. It's like a marinara slice. There's pesto on this one too. Yeah, no, it's good, but it's just like. It's probably think, the first time they did it. This one, yeah, it could yeah. Be. I'm curious what the, this the is the like. Yeah, it's one is like yeah, this is that now. It's yeah, probably the first time they've done that. Yeah, right. <laughs> no cheese, no, no cheese. What are you doing? Hey, they want no cheese. What are you doing? Hey, yeah, you don't make the problem. No cheese. Dude, it's it's the <laughs> same. No it's the same in Chicago, man. They yeah. like. They, they don't even it doesn't well, Chicago even, pie with no it, cheese just it doesn't even register bag. it doesn't right. register right. in their brain they're yeah. just like what like, like oh, oh vegan that yeah. means no beef you okay yeah. with the cheese yeah. <laughs> a Chicago pie with no cheese is just like an airbag right unless you're getting deep dish then it's just that's like, deep dish isn't it just cheese in the middle though yeah but you just have but like nothing sauce. in it well, yeah, just like, mad sauce yeah, no you have spinach the, the and good, sauce the, the good incredible. thing about the Chicago pizza is it doubles for a pillow and a pinch just in case is that a doubles for not pizza it's like this so you could you know and, uh, in, neck rest in Argentina if you ask for a pizza with no cheese they'll just like tell you to leave they give you a smack in Argentina they're like what do you mean how's Argentina like, no pizza Argent- Argentinians it's disgusting yeah, I could gross. imagine there's a lot of Italians in Argentina there's a lot of like there is but the pizza didn't Germans make, the pizza Arm- didn't make it it didn't translate the- <laughs> 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 it didn't make it there dude they never had real Italian pizza it's, either probably it's, it's just weird it's like it, it's like so uh so why specific they take it- to Argentina, the pizza there. Like, yeah. if you have that pizza, you're like, this is Argentinian pizza, and it's just like, like fr- the spice, like crazy spices. And shit no, no, it. like the whole, like, the, the whole, whole thing, experience, dude. the whole like the, the I'm crust so curious. and the cheese. It's weird, dude. So curious. And if That's you crazy, ask them I'm to not, make it without, I'm not curious based on how he's describing it. I'm like, you don't want it, dude. It's good. You don't want, <laughs> you don't want it. And if you ask it for without cheese, they like, they just like chastise you. Like, uh, All right, well, okay, I'll see. Me and Ivan order pizza in Japan one time. I think it was just me and him, and we're looking at the menu and the menu looked it was like a japanese menu it looked like a cartoon the whole thing and we're like we'll get this one we don't know what the hell any of the shit is we get this one and we're eating like this is fucking weird and like we're looking at it we're analyzing it and it was like mayo instead of <laughs> yeah, it turns out it's rice of, it's not even it, pizza. it was it was insane <laughs> and i was like and it was sushi. the most normal looking just, it was the most sushi, normal looking <laughs> have you seen sushi pizza that's a thing <laughs> I, don't know. I believe it okay um lines and media as squares or triangles <laughs> Uh, squares and triangles wait what yeah well we don't call them uh, triangles they're round pies square square you're a square guy yeah like what? squares <laughs> and triangles respect my grandmother grandma v- vegan pie normally comes <laughs> in squares does it always come in squares well unless you're in like Brooklyn where they have like true vegan with stuff. the vegan cheese yeah and then it's like triangles yeah. yeah, I never heard it called triangles. Have you? Yeah, no, that's my first time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it's just slices, something not in your right? well, well, it's a round pie. It's a round pie. Slices. They don't call pie. it by the slice. They call it by the pie. It's a round pie and a square pie. Round pie, square pie. Um, 
I'm typically a round pie guy, unless you go to the specific sp- spots, like how we get the grandma pie or brothers for the squares. Yeah, grandma or the, or the squares. Yeah. So you got to know the spots, though. But if I go yeah, to a regular yeah. place, I'll get a round pie. Hmm. Um, Interesting question. That was <laughs> Thank you. Plant-based skate said cashew cheese all day. We got a plant. We got another vegan skater up in here. Whoa! This is the vegan. Whoa! We got a vegan crowd coming. This is the that's first. That's what, yeah. that's, what, that's what I'm talking about. Now cashew cheese is actually sick. I'll give it up to cashew cheese. Cashew, I never had cashew cheese. It's alright. No, it's good. It's <laughs> what's the best kind of vegan cheese? What's no, your favorite kind of? No vegan? cheese. No cheese. Just straight no up. Cheese, I think yeah. cashew cheese. Vegan cheese is that ca- bad? Cashew cheese? No, no. Cashew cheese is like now, dude. 2019. I've had vegan pizza vegan one. cheese is like horrible. crazy, dude. The stuff that they're making now, vegan, is, like, mind-blowing, dude. Like, I had a vegan sausage today where I was, like, I had to double-check the package. I was, like... Was it Beyond? Like, like, yeah, it was Beyond. Beyond is insane. And I was, like, yo, yeah, dude, it like, just like did a I accidentally sausage. buy, like, the wrong thing? Fish, you should like, eat that because you're a big sausage out, guy. Yeah, I, li- I like that. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. But... Yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah, no, but... um. Have you had it before, Beyond sausage? I, this, I, got, I got two in the fridge. I'll, I'll try. There's a place. I by tried my, it recently for the first time. There's a place and I was by like, my oh, shit. My parents made me try. It. I was there's like, a place yeah, by my house crazy, called man. Champs Diner, and it's all vegan. Mm. And they got this, um, like this chicken. It's like a chicken, not cutlet, but it's like a chicken patty sandwich. Mm. Dude, it's, it's like, like fried, vegan? fried chicken sandwich. It's legit chicken. Mm, that's yeah, good. I like that it's stuff. Chicken. It's yeah, I like that stuff. Man. It's incredible. <clears throat> I got one for old Beanie. He loved it. Absolutely incredible. Just this, the like. Vegan ten years ago to vegan now is like a whole different yeah. world, man. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, they're doing big things. The vegans. That's crazy. Um, Doug Kupo asks, "You've had a lot of sick video parts and street edits. What's your favorite section you filmed for Soy Skating and Honey Baked?" Favorite What's section, favorite section I that you filmed? filmed. I guess of you because he said that you had a lot of sick. I know my favorite of yours. Um, favorite thing that I did. Probably Lost Tapes. Was that the one where you skated with the cast? No. That wasn't Lost Tapes. That no, was in Spain, is... right? That was in... Oh, yeah, yeah. That was Seis de Bastos. Oh, Seis de Bastos. With the cast, yeah. Si, si. Uh, si. Claro, <laughs> So, Lost Tapes? Yeah. Lost La- Tapes, that whole video is, is L- fucking Lost Tapes nuts. for sure. Yeah, Lost and Tapes. I remember when that video came out, too. People were like, How? I think it was a free video, might have, when it first came out. No, no, it we charged for it. We charged oh, okay. for it. Okay, but it came out, and it was like, it was the first VOD that was like, a decent length it was like a 40 minute video which is like yeah unheard of because everything was just like sections and it was legit as fuck even to this day what's well, crazy because we yeah, i, I want to watch that video. I, I think like sk did the first selfie video yeah. Yeah. and then i think we were like the second one was casey mo the first selfie yeah i think it was like casey mo so, and then yeah. i think we did ours like right afterwards mm-hmm. so so like we were the two that like pushed the way of this yeah. like price point and mm-hmm. like yeah i guess like price verse um quality and time yeah, like, yeah. like we were the ones who were like first putting because when everyone went into vod on, we were like wait like yeah. do we charge five dollars do we yeah, charge ten do we charge yeah we're just like fuck it like 15 that sounds all right yeah. so and it worked and yeah that video was crazy man that was a really good Holy i think crap. that was honestly one of like my favorite of like the modern day videos i would say you know but like I said, it was like a 40-minute video, like 45-minute video. It was like yeah. a legit, like you went and bought a legit video from this yeah. fucking store, skate shop, whatever. And it was all insane skating from all you guys. Yeah, I mean... What, what, why in particular was that your favorite section? Just because, I mean, that was like I said earlier, that was the time of my life where I was like... A dedicated. I was like 100% going in. 
and we all were in that house man like anyone that is listening that came to that house knows like did you ever come to the house when we were living there no what, what house was a lot of ripping in, in los angeles the death time i don't know if i was there so what like, house did you guys use to jam at it was like yeah that's it oh you've been there so i've been with there. adam Caracelli. i've been there a couple of times yeah it was it, it was uh at, what, these guys house? yeah he'd been there you probably weren't there. It's, it's like the little parking lot and then the little white house in the corner. Parking lot. I don't remember parking lot. No, maybe you're talking about your spot. No, but no. He, you're talking about a place where we were jamming. In a jam room, yeah. In LA. Yeah. Yes. He was there. Okay. Okay. A- anyways. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we had this house and like every, like literally our, there's like three of us that had jobs. Skating every day. There's like yeah. 10 people living there. Three people had jobs. Like mm. pretty much no one worked. <laughs> and our, our whole thing was that we'd go out every single day everyone would put five bucks on gas and we would just like absolutely try to fucking destroy as mm-hmm. much as we could yeah, sick. and like everyone was at the peak of their game everyone was feeding off of each other and like it was just literally like hammer after hammer after hammer yeah, after hammer for like an entire year straight mm-hmm. so like that is what lost tapes was mm-hmm. so for sure that's like my best that was like for me at least like that that's when i was pushing myself the hardest and then these guys moved in, like Bill moved in, fucking John moved in. Mm-hmm. They're like living on the couch and um crazy ass crew. Man, I just like I'd come home from work and like everyone would be waking up and shit and be like, Oh my god, this is crazy. <laughs> and then, like we'd go skate and people would be literally jumping off roofs every single day. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it, it was insane. That's such a crazy description. Dude, I, I was just remembering like B, like Bina had like one of like the gnarliest clips ever. It was just like this. This, if we can cut to this picture, it's just like off this roof over like this double rail into like this bank that was like down, flat and down. Mm-hmm. It's just like the most. Hash- is that intersection? Yeah, it was the, it was yeah, the ender of that section. Just the most. Hash- now I know where to find the clip to put it's it in. Just yeah. the most <laughs> hash photo and yeah. clip that's ever been. But it was like in the midst of this time where mm-hmm. we were just like, yeah. There, you know, there was like different, obviously different generations, yeah. like, and there were people like, you know, I was coming down there to like feed off their juice, yeah, and like they were like, just a yeah. machine of getting skating every day, like, and just like mm-hmm. getting shit. Yes, yeah, because like they moved in and like they were yeah. both skating for SSM, like Billy and John, John. Yeah. and then like I just had started skating for SSM, and I think Tin was also skating SSM. And Saba. And Saba. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was, like, turned from a Volo house into, like, SSM mm-hmm. house really mm-hmm. quick, kind of randomly. Mm-hmm. And then we were all just, like... Which which also entailed that, like, we were, like, being wild. Like, yeah, you know, we... Dude, <laughs> it was literally, like, drinking, like, 60 beers at night and then passing out, like, in the beer cans and then waking up <laughs> and trying to and jump like, the biggest shit and like, do, and like doing it again the next yeah, day yeah. and it was just like absolute insanity it's and sick could you picture doing that stuff now uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Are you ready again the fish like nah <laughs> yeah well if not we not too far off if we, if we could live night, if we could live five bucks a day like yeah. like we were I'm talking about oh, the yeah. drinking 60 beers a night and then going ham hammers the next day if we didn't have to work I would do it oh yeah okay well, there you go yeah the, the, the work is what makes it tough yeah yeah Sergio says, uh, Pina, what skaters are you inspired by these days? What skaters? Oh, that's a really good question. Wow. Say, that is a good question. That is a good question. Yeah. Good question, Sergio. Wow. Shout out Sergio, by the way. Yeah. If he, he has it, fucking heart. If I can give shout outs, I don't know. Yeah. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. Who am I inspired by nowadays? It's, you know... 
it's ever changing because you know people are in and out of the of the thing but for for the top of my brain um gavin drum fuck yeah it's a good one it's like i think probably my favorite skater probably probably my favorite skater of all time you're scared of all time. Ooh. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, I love Gav. It's just like everything everything I see him do, I'm just like, <laughs> it's just, oh, Yeah, he's God. one of the best. Like he, he, he's got it. Great, uh, great and person he's a good guy. Well. Yeah, he's a good yeah. guy, too. And a great person, yeah. Um, Joe Atkinson. Big Joe. But, you know, everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Joe. Everyone <laughs> loves Joe. Everybody loves Raymond. But I really do love Joe, and I think Joe inspires, you know, millions. Yeah, Probably, yeah, because of like, his... Uh, contest he skates like a rollerblader he just he just and i'm gonna he, leave it right he, there he, he really that's t- what i like about he, him. he really took it and it was like this he, he just he took yeah. the entire thing and he said like all right let's yeah. go like, yeah. let's take mm-hmm. it like mm-hmm. he maximizes the use of his rollerblades it's so yeah. good man yeah, it's so it's sure. so inspiring to see like every single thing i see i'm like what? yeah yeah like, what watching all his contest runs and shit for yeah. sure oh my god his last contest run that, They're all that fucking last crazy. one? No, but the last one. I, I don't even remember the name of that contest, but that everyone was posting yeah, about. Stupid. Incredible, man. Um, who else? I guess those are my two right now that that are in like the forefront of my brain. Any young guys you see? Any young guys? To be honest, I'm I'm really not like following the whole. I I try to distance myself as much as I can from the internet. Um, other than like the company stuff, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm not really like hip <laughs> to, 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 to what's happening. Um, uh, those are, I mean, I, can't, I, can't I, I would consider you. Joe Atkinson like, even though he might not be like a young guy, he's like the most recent generation of, of people killing it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just probably because that through travels I've like bumped into Joe and bumped into Gav and like. Yeah. Follow them more on a personal basis rather than like a skating basis. You yeah. Know? So I'm not like looking, I'm not like scouring the internet to be like, like, what's all the cool skating happening? I'm just yeah. like, hey, these are my fucking really good friends. Like, what are they doing? I'm like, oh my God. Like, it just mm-hmm. like blow me away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what they're doing. And not, not even <clears throat> to mention um, skaters, but like the stuff that Dom West is doing as like a videographer mm-hmm. and the stuff oh, that he's my doing. Oh, God. Yeah. He's like bringing the skating in such like a pro way yeah like so legit man and and just like bringing that to more people because i think it's it's like more digestible for like the the mass crowd yeah, or whatever yeah. and it's just like man the stuff he makes i'm just like <laughs> I'm just that's like, how i feel the same like, way too like drooling i'm like yeah. oh man like anything he makes is gold i can't wait for the next dom west flick incredible stuff man um chris crowder S, what do you think Blady needs most? <clears throat> oh God! <laughs> Don't you love that one? I thought that was gonna be like a follow up. Like, what do you think? No, Blady that's needs it. Most? That's it. He's bold like, right no, there. No, he's just Jesus Christ. <laughs> Chris, Jesus that's quite yeah. a responsibility. Yeah. Th- th- this is like, is God? You don't have real? to answer it. Like, <laughs> you don't have to answer it. I guess it's like such a loaded question. Like, yeah, it's a gnarly one. Like, what is the meaning of life? Yeah, no, it's, it's like it's like a long <laughs> Like it's so open. Uh, what does blading need most of? I would say blading needs Montre oh Livingston. God, this question. Uh, it's it's what every single um, 
industry needs it needs people just literally out there doing it and not like being these armchair anthropologists like complaining about it or like sitting on the sideline and like whether you're putting whether you're sitting on the sideline putting negativity or positivity into the situation it's like it would be much more beneficial if you were out there pushing it in the way that you want to see it be pushed Mm -hmm. because sitting on the sidelines and cheering it on isn't going to do anything Mm -hmm. so i guess less opinions more action what i want to see more of is yeah people doing more things like i want to i want more vod's that i can buy i want more people traveling to be making these things where i'm like this is what grows the sport you know like people just creating like i go on the internet right now like what can i buy like 10 things you know mm. it's like let's see more of it like yeah 10 years ago 15 years ago i mean Feel that. it's like you didn't even have enough money back then to buy all the shit that was coming exactly out. Yeah. yeah that was one but now problems. it's like you're just like you're waiting for something to come out you're like yes, yeah, I yeah, get, yeah i get yeah, to exactly. buy something yeah yeah yeah. Let's go. Like, <laughs> yeah yeah make something yeah. yeah so i guess more of that yeah just creativity more manifestation of ideas yeah yeah I like that answer. Like you were that. worried at first. I think you uh, you got away with no, that. That's, 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 that's a heavy that's a, question. Yeah, dude, that's a tough question. That's a heavy question. What do you think Blading needs more of? Oh, man. <laughs> what do you got? You, how long do you got? <laughs> um, I mean, people are asking about this. I don't know if you want to talk about it necessarily, let's but I'm going to just throw it out let's there. Let's do like two or three more. I'm just going to throw this one out there. <clears throat> okay. People are asking about the Cullen fight from the Lost Tapes. <laughs> like oh, numerous God. people have asked oh. about it. Uh, I don't no, know if that's something you no, want. No, no, it's not a sensitive okay. subject. Well, we'll maybe, if, maybe for him. Oh, yeah, well, let me shout out Daniel Scarano asked, and uh, who else asked about it? The Cullen uh, fight. Uh, Sergio also asked about it. <laughs> Someone else too. Well, I, talk about it. I think I heard this story before that's too. That's hilarious, man. I forgot about that. Sean, <laughs> Sean, Sean got a heavy kick in the so, ribs. I, I mean, I wasn't even there. So. Oh, okay. Um, I was working because you know. Only a few of us worked back then. Uh, I was working, and the guys went out for a night in the town. And I guess they were with Sean, and things escalated to where he got angry, and then he... Which happened a lot with Sean. What's that? (laughs) Which happened a lot with Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's erratic, a little bit of erratic sometimes. But he, like, stormed off, and he said he was going to, like, grab his gun like just like under his breath and everyone was like what the fuck so they're all like freaking out at the van like oh what do we do what do we do and uh they grabbed the hi-8 camera out mm-hmm. of the back because like they just got done skating so they have all the camera gear on them <laughs> they grabbed the hi-8 camera and they <laughs> just see like i mean you see in the movie that sean just like storming across the street like a madman and he comes up to the camera pulls out a pistol and like pistol whips the the high eight, mm-hmm. and the high eight like smashes to the ground, big scuffle, like n- nothing's edited in that part of the movie. Like it's that's all from Straight the raw. tape. Mm-hmm. Like the camera literally, like geeked out until that moment again where it was filming, and mm-hmm. it was like oh, him, him like in a headlock on the ground. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's all raw. Yeah. And when when I was going through the lost tapes and I saw that I was like, this is gold. Like, <laughs> you didn't even know what happened, but you knew what happened though. I knew okay. it happened, but not like that. Like yeah. And then when I when I saw it, when I was making the movie, I was like, because we were really good friends with Sean. Yeah. Like Sean had br- Sean, by a lot. Yeah. Sean like brought us into Los Angeles, like gave us a home, like while we were trying to find our place, and like he like really helped us out, and like we were all like, you know, he's a little, 
he can be tough to deal with uh has a lot of people can mm-hmm. be tough to deal with but um he helped us like a ton in the beginning and we'd always kind of like skated with them and been really good friends with them but i guess this particular night like maybe you know the guys were drinking a little bit too much and that whole thing happened so he pissed off the camera and the fucking camera falls to the ground and then the camera's like the next <laughs> the next shot is like him on the ground like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all, like kicking his ass but pretty much it's because he said that he was gonna pull out a gun and he did pull out a gun he pistol whipped the camera but everyone just jumped on him yeah and everyone jumped they were like fuck like fuck yeah dude. get like, him down yo, like, yeah. yeah this, this motherfucker's got a gun man like yeah. let's take him down and they they had pinned him down and the gun happened to be a um a, a spray painted water gun oh my god <laughs> <laughs> do you see that in the video or no yeah, I didn't know that yeah, part. Yeah, it's it's a spray painted. I've heard uh, the story too before, and I never heard that part yeah, either. It was a little. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So like classic Sean C. But but I guess but I guess Sean C got his like his like ribs are broken from. The yeah. Right? Oh really? Because no, I mean I mean well if you have a gun yeah, yeah you want like of course if you're gonna, if you're gonna whip out a gun on yeah. someone like of course you're gonna kick your ass but I yeah. guess it just it just went so fast. <laughs> To where like he didn't get to explain himself thoroughly, and then like he's just like crawling. Away, I just like, remember oh, Dars, oh, Dars, Dars hitting him with a boot in the ribs, man. And oh it was, yeah, yeah, good for him though. So, I, were you guys chill after that? I don't know. Uh, there was a few weeks of of animosity. Um, I really there was a few weeks of animosity, and he said he was gonna like get us exterminated from LA or something. Or <laughs> and we were just like, yeah, yeah, okay, Sean. And we became friends again. You know, we're all on like good terms. And then I released the movie. And he was like, I'm going to sue you. And I was, like, I, was like, I was like, you can't sue me. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, we're not, like, a legal entity, nothing. Like, well, what are you going to sue? Like, the air? Like, yeah. you, you can't sue me. You can film anything. These and, what are you uh, going to sue? <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, pretty much, I was, like, being a good sport. And I was like, all right, like, if, if it really, like, bothers you, like, I'll delete it from the movie. I'll re-upload it without that part. Um, and then after like a week, he was like, ah, yeah, don't fucking worry about it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, so, but you guys are cool now. I mean, I haven't talked to him in years. Since then, I saw, I saw him like maybe three years later outside of your old place. Yeah. The loft. Just like his, um, like walking around the street and like, yo, what the fuck? Like Sean Cullen, is that you dude? And he's like, oh, what's up, man? Like we talked for a little bit. That's the last time I talked to him. That's real. So. That was a crazy story too. I didn't know that That's about real. that. It was a fake on. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Gun, man. That's so funny. <laughs> um, we're gonna call it at that for the questions. Was there anything else? Is, that is you... there anything more? Nothing else? Um, nothing like. Yeah, I think we'll call it that. Yeah. Um, anything else that you wanted to talk about or say anything before we sign off? I mean, not really. Smoke crack, believe it. Do acid, not drop acid, not bombs. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even realize that that's really close to the original. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even realize. Small crack blade vert. Yeah, that's pretty sick. <laughs> I should make a small Life crack is like a full blade. circle, yeah. man. Life is like a full circle. You gotta circle. have a whole line of just drug shirts. Yeah, drug-related shirts. <laughs> um, not that we condone doing acid. <laughs> no. Or, 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 crack. Crack. or crack. Or blading vert. Or, yeah. Or blading vert. Okay. Or dropping bombs. Or dropping bombs. <laughs> you don't condone yeah, one not, of those none things. None of that stuff is cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything you want to talk about anything you want to touch on that you hadn't you know maybe a message to the people who look up to Haitian or the people who hadn't Follow. seen Inti or the people who might be um, you know 
wanting to smoke, you know, smoke, just smoke crack smoke or blade a little vert. Bit of crack. You know, well, mm. little bit if you want to blade vert, that's cool. Um, crack is and not. dropping acid also could be cool. It depends. The but dropping bombs on innocent humans that's and, wrong. and uh, smoking crack <laughs> yeah, are also two very bad things. That's wrong. But more importantly, Yeah, I got nothing. You good? <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing, man. We ended up with a good with a good message right there. That was a very positive message. We had Billy as the hype man. Yeah. But Bina, thank you so much for coming on. I can't believe it took this long to get you on. Yeah. Considering yeah. the time that you've been in New York. But thanks everybody for watching, if you don't yeah. already. Just want to say thanks for coming on the show. Yep. Uh you know, yeah, thanks for having me. It's been cool. Everyone looks. I wish you could to just go on for like hours, like five hours. Right? No, it's five like, hours. It's We'd easy. be here till like four right, in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do it. But it's a. Uh, <laughs> do you got crack? Do you have divert? We could drop some acid. <laughs> <laughs> you got stay, a bomb. You got up, a bomb. Stay up all night. <laughs> um, cool. No, but yeah, honestly, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it, and. Um, yeah, I feel like we can go on for a long time with you, actually. It's been this easy. is good. I had a good time. It's been easy. I had a good time. And uh, yeah, everyone who hasn't checked out HaitianMagazine.com, check the out Big the, Cartel, the uh, video NT. It's been out. We'll link it down it's below. It's free now. We're, yeah. we're going to put the trailer we'll up. We'll link it down below. Yeah, and I'll, stay tuned for the future product project in Tenerife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tenerife. With a ton of. That's in September, October. Yeah, but, you know. The video's going to come out much sp- later. Spring next year, probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my man keeps it moving. Woo. He's still doing blatant things. Woo. He's crushing. Woo! Woo! Yeah, <laughs> all, all the films are online for free. So like if you haven't seen Valparaiso. I'm pretty sure it's online for free. But that's the us thing. I'm not sure if you put it for free or not. Okay. But yours is Inti. I mean, they're all, I think they're all free, man. Like the first two. They gotta be Reincarnation, they gotta Lost be Tapes. Um, they're all free. So just watch them. Check it out. And skate. Check it out. Yeah. Haitian Magazine, Brian Bina. Bina, thanks for taking the time to come out with us. It's been great. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And we'll see you on the next one. Episode 35. Oh, (laughs) by the way, if you don't, are we in? Are we done? Yeah, you can go for it. Go for it. Okay. (laughs) This is your... iTunes. Let's get to 200 200 ratings. Okay, first of all, we got to go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Subscribe and hit the notification (laughs) bell. (laughs) Go to uh, iTunes. We got f- give us a five star rating. Give us a comment. Give us a review. Go on our YouTube. You know, really appreciate the interaction. It means a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and, uh, keep doing your thing out there. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing out there. <laughs> no, we'll thanks everyone. We appreciate it. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs> All right, peace, everybody. Mm-hmm.